but screaming this meat is being recorded in my ear. I got it. I swear, it's never done that before. <laughs> never, it's never done that before. Uh, also, I think I'll, um, in like the previous ones, mm. I've not been able to, like, your voice has been a bit quieter than mine. I think it's because I sit too close to the mic, so I might sit a bit further away. Okay. And I hope you can still hear me. <laughs> Bum. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> can you still yeah. hear me if I sit here, though? Yeah. Wait what? Okay, <laughs> nah, I'm always I, my voice is weird. Like I, what? I was listening <laughs> to it. <and> I, <laughs> Do you want to go for the quiz? I will. Uh, now I'll stay here for the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name all of England's World Cup opponents from 1950 until well, the last one, 2018? All opponents, like, in any stage of the competition. Yep. Um, Ready? Let's go. I'll let you start. Uh, Costa Rica. Better start this... Costa Rica. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I don't know why it's the first one I thought. I bet it's wrong as well, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's right, it's right. While you're doing those, I'll do random, like, the easy ones. <laughs> what? Costa Rica's a hard one. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Panama. What, Panama nice. Canal? Yeah. Sweden. Sweden, nice. Colombia. Colombia, nice. Um, Colombia's the best South American football team, I've got to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not saying all the, like, Germany and all them. I'm guessing you've put them already. Yeah, I've done most of this. Random good people. Um, 2014 group stages. Uruguay. No, Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's shocking. But it's semi off. <laughs> so have you got all of that group then or <laughs> what just yeah, Uruguay and I... England in the group <laughs> <laughs> okay, 2010 group stage is what I need now Slovenia and who else was in it Algeria well, nice. okay 2006 <clears throat> Trinidad and Tobago Sweden and who else was in the group stage Paraguay was it yeah. Uh, no, you've already got four. You've got England, uh, <laughs> Trinidad, Tobago. Okay, I'm drinking. <laughs> Wait, still talking. <laughs> but I'm wasting all the time. Uh, okay. No, it's fine. I was, I was just, I was just typing while you were talking. To be honest. <laughs> okay. You but know, if if you now. if you say like, so if you type like Sweden, does that fill in all of the Sweden gaps, or is it just yeah. like? Okay. Yeah. Just. So like. And yeah, 50 times. Um, who else was in the group stage in 2002 other than Sweden and Argentina? Think back. Oh, I'm about to choke on my two. Oh. Uh, 2002. Yeah, I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've done all of the 
all the ones we can remember now. So. Um, I'm g- so you've done it all like the European, I guess. Have you done like Hungary and people are like, what, high, uh, hung- yeah. high hungry, I'm dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've probably forgotten some. But... Estonia, did they ever make it? Estonia. Lithuania. But they probably they didn't exist until like 1990s. So. Bosnia. Bosnia. And Herzegovina. Uh, yeah, you can ask you to do them as well. <laughs> 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 what about like Turkey? Countries oh, like that. Um, well, Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Maroon uh, quarterfinals. Yeah. Ivory oh. Coast. Have you done Egypt? Any other African countries? Ghana. Ghana. What I'm gonna put? <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> Egypt, right? Morocco. Ambar. Well, Morocco. Okay, Morocco. I've got four seconds left. Wait. Oh, hold it hard. We're out. Okay. Who did we miss? Yeah, I've got to put Spain on that. Ah, fuming. I'm fuming at you. <laughs> Well, I've got an easy one. We forgot Bulgaria again. Oh. So we I missed said, out. I said Chile, Hungary, Spain, so Switzerland, basically. Austria, Bulgaria, Kuwait, Romania. One nil oh, did Romania. they make it. One nil did Kuwait make it. Group stages in 1982. Wow. Nigeria as well. Mm. Yeah, I think we should have just like just named European football countries rather than trying to think like back to yeah true Cups. but that's kind of cheating I'd say it's kind of against the spirit of the game just name random countries when it's supposed to be like remembering World Cups but... what yellow card for sportsmanship <laughs> is, that, is that what is that what one of your questions is this, this week <laughs> no I haven't even looked yet to be honest what? I'll just Someone's google taking a penalty and they, and they get up to get up a sport with <laughs> but don't do it in the spirit of the game <laughs> If you yeah, if you score a penalty, it's uh, unsportsman because it's too easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. Let's uh, skip over that bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Things that get into podcast one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that. So, do you want to do like German corner, Championship corner first, and then go into the main thing? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's probably the best way to do it. Um, so, well, I'll I'll let you do championship corner first. Okay. Okay, we're done. Okay, now. <laughs> um, I mean, there's not much going on in the championship because it's over, but except the playoffs, really. Um, I know that Bournemouth won. They beat Brentford one nil in the first leg, and. Swansea beat yeah I'm just going to ignore that <laughs> uh, Swansea beat Barnsley 1-0 one 1-0 one <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> um, so yeah I mean not much in it there obviously just one goal in each game um, but there's no away goal rule in the championship playoffs so right. it's anyone's game still Um yeah, I mean, my, I'd say before this, I would have said Bournemouth, and I know it's going to sound like I'm bantering because they're both winning, but 
I would have said Bournemouth versus Swansea in the final after those two games. Um, because I would, and I'd say Bournemouth are going to go up because I was thinking it'd be Brentford or Bournemouth. Um, yeah. And as they're both playing each other in the first semi final, I think it'll be whoever wins that goes up, really. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I could see Barnsley maybe making a comeback and beating Swansea, but I can't see them beating Bournemouth or Brentford. Or like Barnsley or Swansea, I can't see them beating Brentford or Bournemouth. Whoever gets through from that one, so I think it would definitely be one off. One off game, you never know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Bournemouth were good the other night. I watched that game. Um, I was in the pub for the first time, like inside, which was nice. Um, Restrictions got lifted on Monday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we were we in celebrated the club. by watching Bournemouth versus Brentford. Yeah, how else? No, it was also we. Um, it was the end of uh, assignment week. We had assignment right. week last week, and I submitted an assignment mm-hmm. after an all nighter at nine a.m. in the morning, and Lovely. then slept for like three hours, and then we went to the pub at like one or two. <laughs> so, yeah, perfect. And That's then perfect day, isn't it? Just what I needed to cheer me up was Bournemouth versus Brentford. <laughs> um, but yeah, Probably you were already in a good mood anyway. If you just finish the assignment. Yeah, true, true. Needed that to bring me down, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But Brentford had maybe one or two chances. They had a penalty claim that was, mm. it was like one of those fifty-fifty ones really, and they didn't yeah. get it given. And obviously, no VAR in the championship. So, um, yeah, I think. And they had one chance later on in the game, but Bournemouth had so many chances and they only yeah. took one of them. So maybe that'll come to haunt them in the next leg. We'll see. But see. if Brentford win one nil in the next leg, which is tomorrow at half 12, mm-hmm. um, obviously it'll go to extra time and penalties and then it's anyone's game really when it gets to that stage of a competition. So, yeah. But yeah. I, I'm going to... That's I'm about it. Bournemouth probably go for it. I, I'd like someone different. Yeah. Someone that's not normally in the Premier League to go up. But at the same time, I do quite like Bournemouth. Um, yeah. I, I like how they've come from so sort of far down the league structure just to get into yeah. the Premier League. I thought it was a bit harsh how they sacked Eddie Howe. Yeah. After definitely. everything he'd done for them. It's the same with Sheffield United and Chris Wilder, really. Yeah. It's a bit harsh. Exactly. It's almost like they've got such short term memory that. Yeah, they don't remember that before these managers came in, they were nowhere near getting Premier League. Especially and it's not yeah. near getting to the Champions League, like like it looked yeah, like Sheffield yeah. United might have done last year. It didn't even make a difference either of them, did they? They both like Bournemouth sacked Eddie Howe, they still went down. Sheffield yeah. United sacked Chris Wilder, they're still going down. So I think Bournemouth not... sacked Eddie Howe after he'd already after they'd already got regular. Did they? I mean, what's the point then? Then like. They're already down. He's probably the best person to bring them back up. Yeah. So. Did, did, did we ever find out whether it was actually sacked or whether he decided to leave because he wanted to go somewhere better? Um, I don't know, actually. Um, I you'd think. Gone yet. I was going to say, you'd think if he would do, was to do that, were to do that, by subjunctive, uh, then <laughs> he would. Can I get the subjunctive into everything? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you'd think if he were to do that, 
then he would be there by now. Bad, bad uh, conditional future <laughs> again. Um, yeah, like you'd think he'd have taken over from like I don't know maybe West Brom when Big Sam went in or some someone like that. Yeah, or someone, yeah, or, someone who. I mean, Arsenal. <clears throat> Arsenal's always linked with Eddie Howe. Aren't they? Yeah, true, true. Thank you for them. And they've done awful this season, so maybe they'll be looking for a change. I don't know though. I, I do agree definitely that if you're going to go down, stick with the manager who's brought you the success because he's yeah. proven that like he can do it in the in the league below because he's got you to the top, top division. Yeah. Like Burn, Burnley, when they went down, they kept Sean Dyche and, mm. and now they've been Premier League for however long they've been now because, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> because he knows how to get success and okay, he's gone down, but he's going to learn from that and then and then get promoted again. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like consistency is is key as well. I think with teams, yeah. like especially in managers, because like what we've got at Forest at the moment is, you know, there's maybe three or four managers worth of players that they've brought in. Yeah. That now Chris Hutton, who's brought in maybe two or three players, well, he brought in like four or five maybe, but most of them were on loan. So they've all gone back really. But he's now trying to make a team out of like loads of different managers worth of players. Yeah. And then what normally happens is that manager sells a few, gets a few of his own in fashions and makeshift team. Doesn't have time to build his own team and then gets sacked. And then, you know, it's just the cycle starts again. Then the manager comes in and has to deal with, you know, N plus one managers worth of players. Yeah, exactly. Wait, do you know what that That's means? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, no, I, I hope we. I think Chris Houston is a good is a good manager to have. A... Yeah, I'd agree. I Definitely. think either. Yeah, I think we should stick with him because he's you know he's proven promotion from the championship to the Premier League and things yeah. like that. So. I think we should keep him. He seems to know what he's doing, obviously. Um, and he just needs time, I think. Like, 100%. I'm not saying it doesn't matter who you get in. It does, obviously. But whoever you get in, who it doesn't matter who it is. They need time, you know. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, however good they are. The best managers in the world have, you know, need time before they win things. I think, yeah, Chris Hutton in a couple of years, I think. I think it'll be could be back in the changing. back in the playoff race. Yeah, I think hundred percent. Like you say, he's definitely got. He definitely knows how to do it. Newcastle and Brighton. Brighton, yeah. And Newcastle is very. It was harsh for him to get sacked mm. after getting promoted. Brighton, I can't remember. Were they in a bit of trouble? I think they went down. I think they went up, and then I don't know if they stayed up for a year and then went down, and then he got sacked. Oh, he got might have got sacked as they were in the relegation fight, you know. Yeah. Like after a year of them being in there, something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think. I think hopefully he can build some on the team this summer, and maybe aim for like mid-table next season, or so. Looking up and then continue to build and then aim for playoffs the season after something like that, but. Yeah, that's where we were at last season, like that the playoff season, or the almost yeah. playoff season. 
Um, <laughs> and I know we were doing like we had a really bad start to the season, but again, like we just sacked the manager after we started on a bad run, you know, which yeah. still didn't end up like we got Chris Hutton in and we still carried on to draw and lose until he got time to try and fix it and do things. So like, I feel like Sabri Lamushi, the previous manager, probably would have been able to do that too. But I guess it's more of a safe bet, Chris Hutton. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll see, I guess, how it goes next season. Um, with the fans back in the stadiums, hopefully. I think that would be big. Both, both of them, yeah. <laughs> you and your dad <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, no I think I think that definitely will help us as well like we've got quite a good I mean most teams have got quite a good home like supporter presence so yeah, yeah I think I don't think we would have lost I know I've said it before but what and I'll say it again <laughs> um, I don't think we would have lost <laughs> I don't think we would have lost 4-1 at home to Stoke on the last day of the season last year to bottle playoffs if we had fans yeah. in the stadium you know but like, even if we lost 1-0 or 2-1 we would have still made playoffs you know but we yeah. lost 4-1 <laughs> so yeah yeah that is shocking that is shocking anyway that was an extended championship corner more yeah. like a championship half of the length of the room okay yeah i mean I, to be fair <laughs> i only uh, i only asked it for a joke i forgot that there had been playoff semi-finals all oh, right <laughs> but it was so good chat in the end you're fuming <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah look at my watch the entire time no, about it. Um, so, uh, corner go for it german corner take it um away. i mean what is there to say what is there to say um, the Deutsche Pokal uh, was won by Borussia Dortmund against some weird advertising vehicle from <laughs> Leipzig, which I don't really, I don't really know what they're trying to advertise. I'm not going to say their name. I'm not going to play into their games. I think it might but... be uh, the Carabao energy drink. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, Carabao Leipzig. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> what Carabao Chemnitz. And... <laughs> um. Yeah, so this so Carabao still haven't won a, any silverware in Germany, which is good, and I'm sure it will come at some point. But for the moment, they're being obviously they're being successful in terms of being high up the table, but they've still not won any trophies. So that was yeah. a good good result for Dortmund and for the rest of of German football. Yeah. Um, but anything of top of the table in the Bundesliga has been sorted a while ago. Yeah, uh, Dortmund secured Champions League, but yeah, that's not really that exciting. At the bottom, though, it's tight. We're going to the final weekend this weekend. And there are three teams who, uh, who are fighting to stay up. Um, at the moment, we've got FC Köln, Sam's favourite team in the world. Yep. In 17th place on 30 points. Werder Bremen, 16th place on 31 points. And Armenia Bielefeld in 15th place on 32 points so all of them can go down automatically um, all of them could get into the, the playoff relegation spot and then one of them is going to is going to be definitely safe 
obviously Köln are lowest at the moment, but they are playing Schalke, who've been relegated for ages. Nice, nice. That's a derby but, as well, isn't it? Yeah, or so. kind of, yeah. So in terms of in terms of a team you want to play to secure your your safety, you'd probably pick Schalke. Yeah. Um, wow, Schalke have a minus sixty goal difference. <laughs> that is shocking. Shocking. I think they've won maybe three times all, all year. Yeah, I think you're right. Been poor. Um, yeah. So Bremen against Mönchengladbach, who haven't been playing well either, Ooh. to be fair. They've but that's still well. still a harder game than Schalke. It obviously. is. But yeah, it is a harder game, but they've really been 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 poor in the second half of the season since since their manager announced that he was going to go to Dortmund at the end of the season. They've just completely dropped off. Right. Um, and then Bielefeld playing Stuttgart. Stuttgart, uh, yeah, they're right next to Gladbach in the table, I guess mid-table sides. Mm-hmm. Well, more on the top mid-table, but yeah, well, it would be, it would be interesting to see. See what happens. I believe, I believe in Hoppers too. Yeah, I believe. Although, uh, at least for the playoff. Yeah, yeah, that would do. Even even if get get get, oh no, can't get a draw either. Could we have win. to win. Have to win, and then it depends on what everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. I I've got, I've got some, I've yeah. got some hope with him. That's good but, in a way, I guess. Like you know, you have to win, like regardless. So. Yeah. Like no matter what yeah. anyone else does, you have to win. So yeah. to have a chance. We're like Dar- we're like Derby, who are like, oh well, we I guess we can just um, draw this one. Yeah, now. put on an extra centre back to <laughs> secure the draw. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So I do want Köln to stay up, but it wouldn't be the end of the world if they go down because the the Zweite Bundesliga is looking like it's going to be a, a really really exciting league next year. I mean, it's always a really exciting league. The teams that are going to go up are generally fairly small. So Holstein, Kiel, Borkum and Kreuter Fürth are the three ones battling out for promotion. Again, it's the same situation. All of those three could go up automatically or go into the um, into the playoff spot, going into the final weekend, which is this weekend. Um, but there's going to be so many big teams. Hamburg, um, they've bottled promotion again. They're going to stay in, in the second division. Dusseldorf are in there as well. Classic, classic Hamburg. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely shocking. They lost to Osnabrück, who were in a relegation fight. <laughs> oh, it's poor. Yeah. And you've got Nuremberger in there as well. It's like Pauli. Um, Hannover's ex ish And then coming up from what? the third division. Hannover 69. <laughs> <laughs> then coming up for the third division. Ah. Do, 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 do. Dynamo Dresden have been promoted. Hey, that's great. It is great. Four uh, 0 win against Turkuchu, Turkuchu München on on the weekend. Um, to secure it, it was a really really good. Win. I, I I was able to watch it as well on on local German TV that I could get on my laptop. Um, nice, nice. So they're probably going to be joined by Hansa, um, but Ingolstadt do still have the uh, opportunity of, of getting a guaranteed promotion if they win and and Hansa lose um, on the on the weekend. Dynamo's promotion was slightly overshadowed by um, problems outside of the ground, 
in terms yeah. of hooligans. Um, I could actually hear it on the on the TV. Um, really? That was yeah. It was it was really loud. So um, before the game, the, the club had said, "Don't come to the stadium." We're, <laughs> ask him not, for it. Just ask him for it. <laughs> well, I think they knew that they would. That people what, would come. Whatever so you do, come. don't come <laughs> to the stadium. <laughs> well, it was a bit more than that. They 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 the police blocked the entire road past the stadium. Um, and there were pictures of it. It was literally police vans the entire length of this road. Yeah. Um, so no one could turn up. But I mean, as you know, there's parks next to the next mm. to the ground. So there were just people came to the park. You can't block off an entire park. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there were fans had come to the to the park to sort of listen to it on the radio together near the stadium. Um, and I think generally that was fairly, you know, peaceful. I mean, it's not allowed because there's running around in the park without masks on. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it was fairly peaceful in terms of just they would just listen to the game, but then so that part starts off okay, and even in the um, half time they're saying, "Oh, look at all these pictures of all these people in the park near the stadium." They're all excited. Yeah. Um, but then the second half starts. It goes to three 0 and I'm watching, and then I can just hear like <laughs> coming through, yeah. the, through the TV. Um. What and you and drop yeah, some water so, on your laptop? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> people, people just—it was I think it was fire, fireworks or pyrotechnic or sort oh, of right. glasses and stuff, just hooligans throwing throwing it yeah. at, the, at the at the police. And then the police were sort of having to use water cannons and stuff to, mm. to hit them back. And and it's such a shame because it's a four 0 win. It's yeah, it's going to get promoted first time of asking back into the title Bundesliga it should be a, a sort of you know a happy occasion but you've just it's just sort of overshadowed by by hooligans fighting with the police I don't even know why you would celebrate getting promoted by chucking a firework yeah. at a police officer either and yeah. it was it was also journalists as well who were there getting getting attacked um wow so it's just it's just not Good. They arrested some people, and they said I mean, at least five hundred people um, were, you know, in the in the fights against the police. Wow. So it does leave a little bit of a sour taste in the mouth, um, and it's the yeah. sort of that Dresden's a club is not need does not need this because it's it's got a bad reputation anyway. Yeah. Which is. I remember you saying something about that when we were there. Yeah. When I when I went to visit in Dresden. Yeah. That there was quite a reputation for hooligans and stuff. Yeah, and it's a shame. And it, in in part, it's like obviously, it's obviously a lot of these reputations are based on some sort of truth. It's not the I don't think it's the worst in in Germany. And the club do work hard to to try and um, and stop it, especially in terms in terms of racism as well. Is another one that that have cracked down on on hard in the last few years. Yeah. So that now, I mean, I think it happens sometimes, but. They've they've made it so that the, the fan scene is is completely unpolitical, um, and so there isn't uh, even if even if people in the crowd are sort of extreme right wing, as I'm sure some people will be, they've made it so that um, they're not allowed to display anything or like chant anything. So they've they've worked hard on anti-racism things. That's good. Um, so I think the reputation probably <clears throat> isn't doesn't quite. Isn't quite as true as it as it maybe seems seems yeah. or maybe as people might think, but 
there are still problems um and the scenes on on sunday showed it um, yeah definitely and like you say like if perhaps the reputation might have been slightly on the climb again with all these things to curb the you know violence and and racism yeah now attacking police and well even especially attacking journalists as well like they're mm, not going to yeah. be writing good articles and, and posts about that <laughs> are they after getting a firework thrown at your head exactly yeah um, what great spirit from the Dresden fans <laughs> today really passionate <laughs> yeah it's 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 such a shame i was there was <laughs> there was one thing that was quite funny in this in the stadium so that when after the game all the players were celebrating together um but then obviously they heard about the things outside so they got one of the sort of senior players to record a video on twitter telling people to go home and he started off by saying oh, everybody go home we're really happy we're sorry we can't celebrate with you but you need to go home um and then as he was doing this speech i think probably some other players didn't realize that he was doing an important sort of everybody go home speech they thought he was doing an interview so yeah. they did that thing where so when he's celebrating he pours loads of beer on someone's head <laughs> yeah yeah so they all ran in and go hey and he was trying to get away from it, it was like and trying to keep his face really serious and he was like yeah yeah and they went away and he went yes sir everybody stay at home <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why they didn't just record another one but <laughs> yeah um but yeah no, it, it is a shame, but it is a good win, um, regardless. And I'm not really sure what the club can, can do with fans outside the stadium. Mm. Because, yeah, when it's inside the stadium, you can say you've got a responsibility to not let people bring in weapons or, yeah. or have good security and stuff. But when it's just on the street, I'm not really sure what the, what the club yeah. can do. You can't can just that. like stop and search everyone in a Dresden scarf, can you? Like, yeah. I mean, you could, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, crazy. I guess, I guess like life bans or at least hefty bans for four fans who've been proven to be yeah, yeah, backing police officers is is probably one step. But again, if they just, if they're just going to do it outside, then it's <laughs> there's not really much much you can do about that. Mm. Um, yeah and the other thing i always hear this when when people do when fans do do bad things where wherever in the world you always hear oh these aren't the real fans the real yeah. fans are the, are the ones who sort of you know just support nicely and i think even though it's a nice sentiment it's not true these are dresden fans yeah they're wearing scarves they want dresden to do well they are celebrating the promotion in their own special attacking police officers well <laughs> So you can't just say, oh, these aren't the real fans. That's almost like relinquishing any responsibility over it. They, yeah. yeah, maybe you can say they don't represent us, but they are they are fans. Um, and I just feel like when people say these aren't the real fans, it's just sort of someone's giving themselves an excuse saying, oh, we don't have to deal with that. They're not proper fans. The proper yeah. fans are the well-behaved ones. Well, that's a nice German corner roundup. If anything else in the German... Uh... Um, Deutsche Ecke. <laughs> uh, there's there's relegation battles happening at the bottom of the Spider Bundesliga as well. Um, yeah, Osnabrück, Braunschweig, Sandhausen, um, as well as in bottom of the third division with um, 
with the Bayern Munich second team looking like they're going to get relegated after winning the third division last year. Wow. Um, so that's good. I don't like, I don't know. <clears throat> no one likes Bayern Munich, so if the second, <laughs> second team goes down, I don't think anyone's going to complain. It's a bit weird having second Yeah, that is in, weird. In the, in the league anyway, so yeah. Yep, I think that's everything there. Did you watch the FA Cup final? I did actually. Um, did you? Yeah, I've not been watching much um, in terms of match of the day or the FA Cup this year, but I did watch the FA Cup final, and it was nice to have to to see fans in the stadium. Uh, yeah, definitely, Dan Lings. Dan Lings, yeah, it was. I, <laughs> I could hear him all game. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it was a vintage final until. Until 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 after Leicester scored, well, Leicester scoring, and then after that, it yeah. was it was turned exciting. But up until then, I don't think it was a vintage final. But I still enjoyed it, and I and I did like to see Leicester Leicester take that win. Um, yeah, definitely. I made out a weird noise when when Tiedemann scored that goal. <laughs> what a finish, though! Yeah, amazing. I knew it was one of those ones where you, you know they're going to shoot from yeah about yeah. five minutes before they actually actually do. Yeah, and he's waiting for the net to bulge. It's one of those you just you just know it's going to go in. Bad bulge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was good. Good for Leicester. There was uh, the offside well, though wait. for Chilwell, wasn't there? What Rico Park? <laughs> <laughs> Chilwell Olympia got caught offside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were going to. Play some trampoline and then five side and uh, okay. Play some trampoline. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say play some five side, <laughs> but then I realised it's not really known for that. Was, was but it squ- kind of. I think I was thinking squash is my. I was going to say squash, but then I didn't know if it was known for that either. Me and well, Ethan Gordon. Current... Uh, is this thing on? Hello, no. I'll <laughs> <laughs> right, do it again. What orange? <laughs> <laughs> What summer fruits? <laughs> what pink grapefruit? <laughs> Wait, winter fruits now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so chill well retail park. What apple and blackcurrant? <laughs> <laughs> what tropical crush? A okay, Camden. <laughs> yeah, controversial offside in the final. Uh, ben Chilwell. Yeah. It was another one of those VAR ones. Um I don't know. Did you I saw the replay of it? Um I didn't watch the game live, but I watched the highlights. So I saw the yeah. replay of it. It was very tight, but I don't know yeah. what was your what was your views on it? It was one of those ones. As soon as I saw the replay, like without the lines, I was thinking this could very well be yeah. one of those another one of those ones that isn't offside really, but is given offside. I mean, I think it was slightly, slightly more clear than, yeah, than some of them. That's it was, what I, I think thought. it wasn't armpit, but it was maybe shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> they looked more in it than yeah, just like you say, a kneecap or a shoelace, like some yeah. of the ones we've seen. But but it was still the case where if if there hadn't been VAR, there wouldn't have been any Leicester fans complaining that yeah. it should have been off offside. If yeah, it just there just wouldn't have been any complaint. It wouldn't have been controversial. Yeah. To give it as, as as not offside, um, and for me, <laughs> normally in those situations, I would complain and be like, "Oh, 
it's VAR ruining the game or whatever. But because it's against Chelsea, I don't care. And it's actually quite funny. And I think that's what most people thought. Most people were like, it's maybe a bad decision, but because it's against Chelsea and it's for Leicester. Yeah, I think that was the main thing. Like Leicester winning was just so, it was just so good to see. It's funny that you're saying, oh, it's good, so good to see Leicester winning as a yeah. ticket Forest fan. But as a Midlands think, rival, but yeah. It's just not there, is it? The rivalry between no. Leicester and Derby or Forest is just not non existent. No, really. I don't think so. No, I think they used to be, when they were like in the championship and we played them. Mm-hmm. There used to be a bit of like, oh, it's Leicester, you know, and a bit of not rivalry, but kind of like, you know, oh, I work in Leicester, so if we win, I get to go in my forest top or something, you know, things like that, but not really like it wasn't like a forest derby, you know, win at all costs kind of game. Yeah. But no. And yeah, it was, I don't know, it's just nice to see them doing well. Like, they're not they're not like a oil fueled money pumped into the club kind of team, you know. And there mm. seems to be a real team spirit, and right down from the owners to the manager to the players to yeah. everyone, really. It seems to be. Link. Yeah, exactly. And his great <laughs> pronun- pronunciation of a uh, <laughs> Ian Acho. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, this is the team that seemed well run. Yeah, you know, they they might not have the means of of something. I mean, I'm sure they've got a decent amount of, of cash behind them, but they don't have the means of a Man City or a, or no. a Chelsea or a Man United. They're just well run, um, good team spirit, and they and they know what what they want. And uh, I guess Brendan Rodgers was a great choice of manager. Mm. Um, and it just show, it just shows that it is possible as long as you get as long as you find yourself a nice Thai billionaire, anything's possible. Uh, that's a great that can be the title of this episode as long okay it's a bit of a long title really but what as long as you find a nice tie billionaire everything's possible <laughs> yeah no but as they say one night in Bangkok and the world's your oyster so <laughs> that could be it that's a bit shorter no <laughs> um, yeah no um, did you see the when the owner came down to the pitch to celebrate with yeah. the players that was quite wholesome I thought yeah that was that was wholesome I well, I remember. I remember the helicopter crash last year. Not last year. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing sad. about it and being very, pretty, yeah, shocked. And... Yeah. It's it's just a nice club, isn't it? It's nice. It's nice. It is. Um, it is. Good to see actual owners. You know, like, but I feel like the owners are always taking care of the fans at Leicester as well. Yeah. Um, just it, it seems to be like, almost like what it's like in the German leagues where. I feel like I know you don't like like Bayern Munich and teams like that, but I feel like even them kind of take care of the fans and things and don't I don't know they don't charge like extortionate ticket prices like in the Premier League, do they? That I imagine they're still expensive, yeah. but I don't imagine that they well, rip I would them say off as much. Is that the German league doesn't have owners at yeah. all in the same way? Yeah. So, yeah, I what what I would say to this is that this is an example of a good owner. I'm not entirely sure how much of Leicester he owns, or if it's if it's everything. Mm. Um, but 
obviously the thing in Germany is that <coughs> apart from a couple of, of exceptions like Hoffenheim and and I think Hannover is trying to do it as well. They don't have one person owning it, only everything, and it has to be less than fifty percent max. So the maximum that that an owner can have of a club is um, forty nine point nine 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 percent. Yeah, which means that he doesn't have the power necessary to um, to up the prices or or do whatever he likes with the club because the, the the fans still have have the 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 majority voting rights. So, so in that, in that sense, I, I do like I do like the Leicester owner. He seems seems like like you say he he's he listens to what the fans want, and he gives. Yeah, he he bankrolls it, but he does it while also um, paying attention to to their needs, etc. Yeah, yeah. I've just looked it up. It's and... almost like yeah. No, just the that family own like a hundred percent of it between them. Hundred percent. It's like 55, 55%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 15%. So, yeah, um, the same family, but not the same person. Yeah. But, but when you have lots of owners owning the entirety of the club, then it's it's a lot more down to look. So Leicester are, are lucky because their owner is good and he does listen to what the fans want and yeah. he does run it the, the right way. But it's almost like the argument, as is some sort of quote about I'd rather have a bad a bad prime minister than a good king in terms mm. of there's nothing Leicester can do if he'd have randomly decided to take all the money and invest it into um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, they're, they're entirely at mercy to his to his will. They can't yeah. kick him out if, if he suddenly goes off the rails or or say he wants to sell it to someone else and then the next owner is, is someone awful. Mm. You know, so it's good that he is good. Yeah. But I think in general, having one person owning the entirety of the football club is unhealthy. And that's probably can be seen with people like the Glazers or... Yeah, Man United. Um, yeah. Protests on the pitch. I don't know how, how long that's going to go on. I mean, there was chanting outside again the other day, weren't they? Like, we're going on the pitch again or something. I imagine the protests will keep happening. Yeah. What do which you, what isn't do you good, obviously. But, what, going on the pitch? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... I mean... Yeah, I don't think it's good, obviously. I mean, obviously, the fans have a right to raise their, you know, use their voice. But, yeah, I guess if there were games on, maybe they'd like, I don't know. You know, like in some games where fans throw tennis balls onto the pitch at, like, the 60th minute or whatever. Yeah. Like, so they probably would have done something like that, I guess, which is more peaceful, but. Um, yeah. What pelting the goalkeeper with tennis balls? <laughs> no, I mean like, yeah, I guess because they haven't been in the stadium in a year as well. Like they couldn't chant or scream anything or hold any glazers out signs or anything. So it's all, I guess, built up, but still like breaking in and you know vandalizing and you know criminal offences. I don't think is ever a good idea. Um, yeah, like peaceful protests, of course. You know, for anything, you, you have to have peaceful protests. But, um, but I think at the same time, there does need to be disruption because yeah. the Glazers can can sit and listen to chants telling them that, that they're all true. And they true. Get the club for forever. They can watch people hold up a sign saying, 
please leave Mr. Glazer. Like, <laughs> yeah. They don't care if, if, if it's just some chance in the stadium. So I think they do need to do something which, which disrupts them. And things like having the game postponed is... It is, doing. yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, not attacking stewards or anything like that. I think it seems... No, no. From what I read, it seemed to be generally peaceful, maybe a few sort of people trashing stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I didn't necessarily have a problem with them going onto the pitch, um, because, like I say, for it to be a protest, it needs to be uncomfortable for the people you're protesting against. It needs to sort yeah. of impact us in some negative way. Otherwise, like I say, you can you can scream and shout from the stands as much as you like. It's not going to do anything. Um, and they've got already got second place anyway. They could keep protesting so that the final game. They can never get the final game to go ahead and then just keep and then getting onto the pitch or yeah or whatever and i don't know i i think it's also harder because they're coming at it in a such a weak position if if you're in a position where you where the fans already own 50 percent of the club and you're protesting about an idea of somebody taking more power then you're in a strong position yeah but the fans don't have any power yeah, nothing yeah so they're tra- they're actually trying to win back powers rather than hold on to powers. So I don't mm. really think it's going to work. No, um, I think they'll just get tired and and even if they stop coming to the stadium, there's enough sort of you know tourists who turn up. Um, and be like, oh, I want to watch Manchester United soccer game, and then like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really need the the core the core fans from that have been there for fifty years. It's it's just an international business now, isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, I think, yeah, like you say about protests, it has to be uncomfortable for it to work. But I don't know, I feel like it's weird. And definitely in the times of the coronavirus, like I just feel uncomfortable with all massive, you know, groups of people all hugging each other and licking each other and, you know, whatever <laughs> they're doing, you know. But like, <laughs> but like, it's like, why first of all i don't get why the police don't like break up because it is clearly more than 30 people in a gathering which are the rules now outside like Mm -hmm. surely the police have powers to then disperse that like i don't know there might be specific rules for protests but they managed they managed to like arrest people at that peaceful vigil for that woman that died do you remember that that police officer that killed Mm -hmm. that woman yeah. And they started arresting people for that. And then the next day in Scotland, Rangers fans were marching down the streets in hundreds of thousands, not hundreds of thousands, <laughs> hundreds and thousands. What, like yeah. the little sprinkles? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, like, you know, all in a massive, the police like escorting them down the road in this parade, like promotion parade, you know, no, yeah. no, no sign of, dispersion or arrests or anything like it's just so hypocritical almost or like not hypocritical i don't know what the word is like equal i guess like yeah you know Uh, some of the rangers things yeah pretty awful yeah yeah quite a little train we went on there watching you (laughs) 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 oh you're shocking Uh, yeah before we, mother- before we do any refereeing quizzes, I've got another voicemail to, to, to send Okay, you. yep. Not send you, to play to you. Go for it. 
So I was just in bed one morning. Right. Don't, don't, don't get too sexy, but I was in bed one morning. <laughs> and and I had I looked, I had like a load of missed calls and a voicemail. And I was thinking, what's going on? And it was just random like guy with like a really geezer voice. Like some I don't know if it's Cockney or something, but like some middle-aged man before I was called Tony. Like, Tony! How's it going, Tony? And I was like, wait. So I listened to the voicemail. I was like, fine, whatever. This wasn't for me. And then he rang me again. And I pick up and he's like, Tony! And I'm like, I'm not Tony. And he goes, who are you then? And then for some I didn't want to give my name for some reason. So I was like, no. I was like, not, I'm not Tony. Not Tony. <laughs> I couldn't think of a, of a, of a non oh. What is your name? Not Tony. <laughs> And then after a while, oh, I was like, no. I, I was like, I don't know who you are, and I, and I hung up. And then, and then he sent me another voice me- message. Which what, can you put Tony on? <laughs> then he r- rings me again. I'm like, mate, I, I'm not Tony. I don't know who you are. <laughs> oh. And then eventually he goes, oh, sorry, I don't know why you gave me this number. And then he and then he never rang me again. But I'm gonna play the uh, voice. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You might have to hear some different ones. And you have three saved messages. You're about to save a message. Main menu. Save message. Go. Press one. To delete the message, press three. To go to the next message, press eight. Press <laughs> what? <message>. <laughs> <laughs> one, three, eight. Okay. What? 138. Okay. <laughs> No, oh, that is tragic. <laughs> Shocking. Message skipped. Next saved message. And then I think this is the previous one as well. amazing podcast content he must have known <laughs> maybe he's a regular listener yeah yeah maybe he's a fan yeah. should we get like regular listeners to uh, call in <laughs> what tony <laughs> well not tony whoever the guy tony's uh tony's point. seeker <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow that's yeah yeah that definitely is making it in <laughs> What would you do if you, like, if you woke up in the morning and you just like, heard that and voicemail? Probably the exact same thing you did. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, hi, my name's not Tony. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then tell you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Tony. <laughs> Kill me, Mac. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I don't know what he's on about. Uh, so this is why when we get our own TV show, it'll be even golder. What even golder? Yeah. <laughs> what even golder? <laughs> what relays in your inbox? <laughs> uh, I remember when we made some meme like some five side memes in the first year. Well, my my first year, your second year. It was just before COVID. You're like out of the park. I don't know. You, you sent me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. Shoots in five side. 
That was so funny. <laughs> I can't believe you cleared the whole cage <laughs> with that shot. I cleared the tree behind it. <laughs> oh, literally. Oh, it was so funny. I like... can't even, like, I can't even get it high enough to hit <laughs> the little crossbar. It was like waist high. And you literally <laughs> cleared the whole. It just kept rising. I didn't see it stop. And when I saw someone took the free kick and I saw you running in like, yes, <laughs> lay it back to me. And you just like, <laughs> eggs, the foot exploded. <laughs> There's like flames coming off the ball. <laughs> I left a little crater on the moon. <laughs> it, it's the best egg I've ever had with a, with a, with a, with a ball. Honestly, I've, ne- I've never hit it so sweetly. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. I think I might have got under it a bit. <laughs> the cars in the car park probably never got hit so sweetly either. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, don't, don't act like you didn't get into outer space. What, it's now orbiting? <laughs> uh, that was a good one. But I think even funnier was yeah, there was a time when me, Chris and Lucas went to like a cricket game. It was, I think it was the first year we went. And there was a bowling... <laughs> <laughs> I might have told you this before, but there was a bowling machine. Like, yeah, you bowl and it tells you how fast you get. <laughs> right? I'm already laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like we were all trying, we were all trying, like, get the fastest bowl, you know, having good, having some fun. And then Lucas, Lucas has a go. I think he's not been that fast earlier. So he's, try, he's trying to do it as fast as possible. <laughs> So it's one of those quick cricket balls. He goes up to it. He just goes, <laughs> <"Boom!"> <laughs> and it just, it just. <laughs> right, the inflatable machine is probably about five, six. It's all right. It just goes over that <laughs> into the car park. Oh, oh my cheeks <laughs> Me and Chris start dying. <laughs> and Lucas shits himself because, like, it could genuinely be like that. It's oh. just gone through someone's yeah windscreen, someone's window. Yeah, and then it didn't. But oh. <laughs> well, and then there was a load of kids like waiting in line behind that were like <laughs> the, the guy running it was like, "Oh, I've never seen that before." <laughs> 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 yeah. 